Good evening. Happy Friday. Jen here. It is April Fool's Day. My daughter tried to get me and failed miserably. I still, I have an idea in my head still to throw her direction, but um, I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to do it because I've made her cry in the past and this one can make her cry too if I can pull it off. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, In the meantime, I wanted to build off of yesterday's audio recording um, on perfectionism and talk about what that's actually masquerading as or what's that what that's masking um i think we use perfectionism as a way to control our environment because of our insecurities so today i want to talk about our insecurities and what insecurity is um so insecurity is a feeling of inadequacy and that can manifest in a lot of different ways Um, It can manifest as anxiety, uncertainty, poor decision-making, lack of trust in self, and in being overly critical of others. So it can manifest in a lot of different ways. Um, And you see it oftentimes in people with low self-esteem, but you can also see it in people with very high, seemingly very high self-esteem, but A lot of times I feel like people that exude high self-esteem are actually deeply insecure inside and that is what we consider narcissism. And there's a lot of narcissism walking around up in our world right now. Um, There's been, you know, a lot of literature out there on it. Um, Not everyone is a narcissist, but a lot of people can have narcissistic tendencies um, without being clinically narcissist. So there's a gray area there, but that also plays a role in insecurity, deep, deep, deep insecurity. Um, And then not to go off on a tangent on narcissism, but there's two different types of narcissism. There's extroverted narcissism or um, more grandiose narcissism. And then there's introverted narcissism or covert narcissism, which is more, almost more insidious and more subtle and more manipulative in a way. So there's two kinds there. Um, but back to insecurity. So um, I kind of looked and I could only find something um, it actually relates to men and men's top insecurities. Um, but I think it probably somewhat applies to women too. So I just want to read them. Um, so the top insecurities for men are number one, relationship instability, two, job security, three, financial security, four, body image, five, emotional intimacy, six, physical setbacks, seven, not meeting expectations, and eight, exhibiting emotion, um, aka vulnerability. So um, I'm sure they might vary in order. It might be a little different for women, but probably similar. Um, And then psychology today talks about three types of insecurities that people tend to deal with. The first being recent failure or rejection. Um, The type two is a lack of confidence due to social anxiety. And three is insecurity driven by perfectionism, which is exactly what 
kind of led me to to talking about insecurity because yesterday I talked about perfectionism. Um, and it absolutely, I, I found it interesting that I, ha- I had it confirmed in my research. Um, but at the base of it, no matter what is driving your insecurity, it's all fear-based. So it's really a matter of tackling your fears and how do we do that? So I really strongly believe that the only way to defeat your own insecurities and your own fears is to get very intimate with yourself. And there's really no way around it. You have to spend time with yourself. You have to spend time being introspective. I think it's really important if you can afford to, to see a therapist because they're an outside party They can remain objective and they can help you work through any issues that you have. And trust me, we all have issues. We all have issues that stem from childhood, that stem from traumas, that stem from, you know, any number of things that happen throughout your lifetime. And so it's very important not to minimize any of that. Um, And no, it doesn't make you tough to overcome it without being introspective that all that does is mask that's kind of like a hyper masculinity thing um and i say that not necessarily just men because women can be hyper masculine too so it's just a trait where you know people over they they don't overcome their insecurities they hide their insecurities through some of these negative traits that actually prevent connection instead of promoting connection so I think you really have to get very intimate with yourself, know yourself, be strong in who you are, and ultimately trusting yourself is what is going to draw you out of those insecurities. It doesn't mean that you're cured from insecurity when you do these things. I don't think any of us will ever be cured from insecurity, but we can get better at overcoming them if we do the work. So it's it's a lifelong process for sure. Um, but I think the most self-actualized and happiest people in general, the people that are the most stable, the most emotionally st- stable, um, are people who have done the work on themselves to understand themselves to trust themselves and to fully embrace that deep work of analyzing your past analyzing your present um, talking through all of your your issues and insecurities ideally with a third party like therapist or a life coach or someone like that um I think reading books has been that has been probably for me my main tool to really learn about myself I I read I mean in my 20s I always joke about this when I kind of had my first little you know bout with depression and a mini breakdown and whatever um 
I think I majored or I think I told someone I got a PhD in in Jen Williams because I read so many self-help books. And yeah, some of them aren't that great, but some of them are amazing. And what you actually discover through that process is commonalities through or threads of commonality throughout all these different books um, of wisdom that eventually make an imprint on you and then you start to see them in your own life. That's what education does is it further solidifies commonalities and patterns that help you become wiser and become more educated and become more in tune with um, those experts who know what they're talking about. So reading really helped me a ton. Um, I did see a therapist. I saw a therapist in my early to mid-20s. I saw a different therapist again in my early 30s when I was going through my divorce. And then I saw, I'm seeing a therapist now, which I started seeing, I think back in December, I started seeing her um, just because I, I knew now that I'm entering into this dating world again, like officially and trying to actively date, I knew that I would probably need someone to help me, help guide me through it because there's just things that come up within yourself when you're going through a process like that. And um, the other reason is I felt like I needed to relook at what happened, you know, a decade ago um, when I went through my divorce. I wanted to look at it again, but from this from being 10 years out, outside of it. Um, just because I think there are lessons that I can learn now from it that I couldn't learn when I was going through it because it was so emotional and it was so traumatic. And you're just in a different place emotionally when you're going through something like that versus now when I'm so far removed from it. So there's a couple of reasons there Um, why I decided to go back to a counselor or a therapist again for a third time. Um, And I know I have some new challenges ahead of me, like dealing with aging parents and and things like that that I didn't really have in the past. So um, I think it's important to see a therapist at all stages of your life for different reasons. Um, All it can do is help if you can afford it. I know not everyone can afford that expense, but... Um, If you can, highly recommend it. I also know a lot of therapists, so if you need a referral, reach out to me. Um, And then um, I say this a lot, but another way to get in tune with yourself is to journal, is to write things down, because when you're doing that, what you're doing is you're putting thoughts that are just rolling around in your head and a lot of times, you know, making you crazy or you're just ruminating or obsessing or whatever, or you're just trying to figure something out. If you physically put those down on paper, you start to see it in a different way and it becomes more concrete and you can start working through because of that tactile, you know, taking those those ideas and thoughts in your head and, and putting them in a concrete form and making it more tactile and and more permanent it has proven to help you not only with memory 
and with um, retaining information, but it helps you organize your thoughts. So that's a great tool to use as you're kind of working through your own stuff. Um, There's also a lot of like, you know, therapists out there, you can watch like their specials or their TED Talks or, um, you know, some insight they have on video if you're just really not a reader. Um, One of those people that comes straight to my mind is Brene Brown. Um, She's amazing. Um, She's a a social researcher, social science researcher, and social worker. Um, She's done so much great work on emotions and understanding ourselves. Um, She actually has a special that just came out on HBO Max um, called, gosh, what is it called? It's called Atlas of the Heart. That's also a book she just came out with. Um, But there's also tons of podcasts out there you can listen to that deal with this stuff. Um, I could recommend some great ones that really help me and just further, you know, put a stamp on how I view the world and what's important and, you know, staying true to myself and staying firm in my own authenticity, integrity, um, my own why, you know, the reason why I do the things I do, um, just staying grounded as a person and not allowing myself to get deep down into the mud of insecurity and self-doubt and negativity because in this world, it is so easy to do. So you have to surround yourself with all these tools constantly to just help you stay elevated. Another thing I do is my social media. I do not follow any negative like social media. So for example, on Instagram, I love to scroll through and look at memes and stuff. It's entertaining for me. Um, But I don't follow any sites that are negative or will bring me down into a bad headspace. Everything on there is positive. It's affirming. It's lighthearted. I think that helps. Um, Just like who you surround yourself with is important what you surround yourself with is important. So you have, you create your environment and you allow yourself to be in positive spaces or negative spaces. It really is your choice. Um, so that's kind of what I had to say about insecurity. Um, I think oftentimes when you're having struggles with relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship, the first thing you need to do is check in with yourself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? What insecurities are coming up for me? And why are they coming up? Is this really a reflection of me? Or is this a reflection of the other person and what they're going through? So first question is always, what's going on with me? Second question is what's going on with them because it's very possible that the other person is the one having deep insecurities and that is reflecting in their behavior towards you. Because a lot of times when people are insecure, they project onto you 
um, or they avoid you, or, you know, there, there's a number of different ways that they could behave that could make you feel like it's something that you are doing, when in reality, you're not doing anything wrong. It's stuff that they're dealing with. So it's having the self-awareness to be very strong in knowing who you are and what you bring to that relationship and trusting in yourself so that if there's a conflict, you can better read and better understand if that conflict is stemming from an issue they are going through or struggling with versus you. And it really does just help every other relationship around you. But I think there's so many self-help books out there and, you know, different self-help gurus or even, you know, therapists or counselors. I mean, there's a lot of material out there that focuses on how you can better relate to other people. But there's very few, you just don't see it enough where the focus is on you and your relationship with yourself, because that fundamentally is where it starts. Um, So as far as insecurities go, you know, I started this talk because I had thought about insecurities, um, from my talk yesterday about perfectionism and my perfectionism has really dwindled drastically like I I really don't struggle with it in the same way that I used to and I really do 100% uh, credit that to the fact that I am so strong in knowing and trusting who I am now as a person um, it really does, it's, it's the foundation that you have to build so that you don't crumble as you react to other people's behaviors and other people's actions. Um, you can only control what you can control, and the only thing you can control is yourself and your environment, your immediate environment, you, you can't control other people. So as somebody who in the past has been a control freak and has struggled with needing to feel in control of things, one of those symptoms being my perfectionism, I can tell you that the stronger you grow in knowing yourself and who you are and what you're about and trusting in that intuition and trusting in that foundation, the less control you feel you need. They're directly correlated. So that's my plug today. Um, It's also why I do this. It's why I record myself talking, why I write. Um, It's all an exercise and further exploring myself and not only my capabilities, but in exploring how I've grown and maybe even, you know, 
one thing that challenging yourself does is it reveals weaknesses and it reveals areas where you still need growth. Um, So challenging yourself in a lot of different ways, whether it's with a new hobby or, you know, challenging yourself in a new, taking a new role on at work, or it's challenging yourself by reaching out and joining a social group of some sort, or going on a date with that guy that you've always wanted to go on a date with, or even a guy that maybe you wouldn't normally be attracted to, challenging yourself that way. You're going to learn from all of those experiences, and those are going to inform you on your blind spots and things you need to work on. So that's my lecture. Um, I think so many people avoid this kind of work, um, maybe whether it's because they don't know where to start or it's because it's too painful. Because a lot of pain will come up when you're doing this work. Uh, I mean, it, it just will. You'll have moments of pain. You'll have moments where you need to cry. You'll have moments where you're frustrated and you feel just icky. But that's a signal that you're hitting on something that you need to resolve in yourself. So use that as another tool to help you overcome some of your dark inner parts and your insecurities and some of that fogginess of of things from your past or things within yourself that you don't understand. Use it all to inform you. And use it as motivation to overcome it. Um, And I can't stress enough that I think one of the most important things as we're working through this stuff is to reach out to our friends that we trust. Friends and family that you trust. Ones that you know are going to be honest with you and give you the time that you need to work through everything because it's not an easy job, Um, but it's so worth it. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. So invest in it and do the hard things that push you towards a more deep and intimate knowing about yourself. It's so worth it. That's all I got today. I'm so happy it's the weekend and I have nothing planned this weekend. So I think I'm going to try to do something with friends tomorrow night. Tonight I might just stay in and, um, actually watch that Brene Brown special that I haven't watched yet um, that's on HBO Max. I've been meaning to watch it and it just came out so I think I might do that and then I will be back here tomorrow um, to talk with y'all another day. Have a great night. Bye.